everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. Money doesn't grow on trees, but it does grow in investments. My name is Matt, and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? Good. I am. I am still sober, but I am also still drinking the Boulevard Smokestack Series, the sixth glass quadruple ale, mm-hmm. 10.5% APV, mailed to me snail mail style. Nice by uh, my now best, my favorite listener, Drew. You shouldn't have favorites. I uh, no, I have a favorite because he <laughs> sent me beer in the mail. I'm he's, drinking, he's my favorite. I'm drinking water. Hmm. Because I didn't get any beer mailed to me. That's but, fine. That's but fine. But if you do want to mail Matt beer, reach out to him on Google+. Plus. Oh, my God. Would you knock it off with the Google+, <laughs> Plus stuff? No, seriously. Everyone needs to start talking on Google+. Plus. You don't. Just- <laughs> you don't. Um, before we get started, if you guys have questions about personal finance, reach out to Andrew at ListenMoneyMatters at gmail.com. Or Matt on Google+. Plus. You can just email us a question, or you can just say hello. Andrew yeah. likes reading the hellos. Yeah, seriously, I love reading the emails. Sorry if uh, I'm a little slow to respond. There's there's a lot of people emailing, but that's awesome. Yep. Um, don't hesitate to, to email. Me. Yes. Yeah. Email me anything and everything. When you get if you buy a new cat, I would like to know. Email me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's not oddly specific, but okay. Uh, and we want your submissions for catchphrases that we say at the beginning of the show, and you can send them in via Twitter. It's at Money Matters Man. That's our Twitter account, which is the one I run. If you want to say hello to me or Facebook.com slash listen money matters. And uh, today's catchphrase or Google Plus. And today's catchphrase is money doesn't grow on trees, but it does grow in investments. Our buddy Daniel at the Duke Daniel. Mm. Thank you. He almost bought a motorcycle the other day. Really? Yeah. Why? Wow, what go. happened? He well, he said he got it. He said it goes up to like sixty miles per hour in gear one. I'm like, no, that's nice, but eh, don't do it. That's he didn't damn fast. He didn't, for he didn't do it. He didn't do it. But he wanted it. To. It looked nice. It was a nice looking bike. Actually, do you know where he sent that to me at? Wait, Google Plus. Right? Yes. I was, dude. I was just gonna say that people can take catchphrases on Google Plus. I'm not even kidding. So, see, we're now – we used to only accept them on Twitter. Now we accept them on Google+. And actually, I think Matt was saying before that he prefers them on Google+. I never said that. But today we're going to talk about materialism versus minimalism. Mm, I love that. The minimalism yeah. part. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I don't necessarily think you live a minimalistic lifestyle, and neither do I. Oh, well, you don't think so? I mean, uh, no, no, I guess I'm not a minimalist. No, no. I, I subscribe to minimalism as, but, a, um, as a concept. As a concept, yeah. No, there's I, there is such a thing as hardcore minimalism. Uh, that okay. that of which I don't do. But wait, wait, I'll say that I am a minimalist, but I am not a frugalist. Okay. But well, let's let's talk about it. So I want to get. So I really want to talk about materialism because uh, I was just on vacation. I went mm-hmm. to Chicago and Denver, and uh, one of my friends flew in from Washington, D.C., one of my best friends, and uh, we were talking a little bit about materialism and how he uh, was thinking about buying another boat. Not another one, not an additional boat, but to replace the boat he has now, which is brand new-ish. I mean, he bought it brand new, but he's already looking to get in a bigger boat. Mm. We're going to need a bigger boat. And this is the guy who's having money trouble? No. Well, he's not having money trouble? No. So he bought it all in cash, and he's good. No. 
So he bought it on debt? Yeah. Okay, so he's having money trouble. Mm, no, I wouldn't call it that. No. Okay, so how much does a boat cost? I don't know. But I, what I said is I'm like, oh, wow, you're very materialistic. And he mm. kind of was offended by it, which... Dude, he's in debt. You know, um... I'm sorry, and, that's minimum. That's yeah. materialistic. Well, yeah, it is. I, absolutely. And, um, you know, that... How could you be offended about being materialistic if you have a boat? It's actually blowing my mind right now. Yeah, that's the kind of that's kind of the. It's it's like someone is waking him up to the truth, and he's getting angry. Like he didn't let him stay in his slumber dream land. I'm just sorry. Saying, sorry to mass friend. I don't even know. No, you. no. I'm just saying that materialism is a negative word. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and that's kind of the that's my point I'm making is that even if you are the even if you're a person. Who buys a lot of things? Like you are clearly, like you clearly value material things, mm. and then when someone calls you a materialistic person, you get offended by that. It's like, well, you are, mm. and you could stop it at any time. It's very, it's, it's not like a, you know, it's sure it could be an addiction, but it's something that you have control over, you know, and you, yeah. have, you know. So uh, I want to read the definition of what materialism is specifically. Where is this definition from? Dictionary.com. The one with all the ads? I don't know. Dictionary.com. I mean, preoccupation with an emphasis on material objects, comforts, and considerations with a disinterest in or rejection of spiritual, intellectual, or cultural values. And it's funny that it's not, I mean, it's not funny really. But it was uh, we went, when we were on vacation. I was made fun of for reading books. So yeah, dude, who reads? Well, <laughs> and, and I mean, it was half joking, sort of like it's like I, you know, it, my friends were like, I wish I read more, and mm. but I do read every day and books, you know, not just on the internet or blogs mm. or anything, but you know, all of a sudden I'm labeled as, and I, and I don't read fiction; I read nonfiction, like business books or books about psychology uh specifically towards business um i started reading a little bit of uh dude did you put any psychology books in the in our toolbox i did i put uh the obstacles away because i actually love um psychology books i'm super interested in just like why people do things it's more no it's not psychology it's philosophy i have a philosophy book up there called the obstacles away but freakonomics is up there which well, has economics a, is awesome. Yeah, which has to do with, and think like a freak, which is a little bit about psychology. The obstacles the way. Yeah, that book is good. It's really good. It's actually on Tim Ferriss's book club. I think it was one of his first books he put up. Huh. And um, yeah, it was good. I liked it a lot. It was like you know a, a very easy to understand philosophy book. And uh, I don't know. It's just funny that I'm I was criticized for reading and yet my friend's buying a boat and it's the coolest thing ever right right when really it should be the other way around but i look i like boats as much as the next guy uh i don't plan on buying one and i definitely won't be like Susie orman and tweet everything from my boat which i think is that's a little, what she does it's a little dis- yeah it's a little disturbing wait, wait she tweets from a boat her yeah, boat yeah uh actually hold on i'm gonna pull it up because I th- I'm how pretty- do you know this well because i follow her on twitter i think and she's literally like tweeting money saving tips from a boat. Ha ha. Like uh in that well, that would be ironic, wouldn't it? Uh 
So it's kind of ironic anyways. But. Well, no, she um, – um, I think her prof- – no, that's not it. I think her profile picture is her on a boat. Dude. Well, you don't know if it's it her is. boat. No, is it her- it, no, it is her boat. How do you know it's her boat? Uh, because she, she, she does – she posts videos up on Twitter where she's driving the boat. And really? Talk- yeah. Huh. I mean, obviously, it's the summer, so she's using it a lot. I'm just, like, scrolling through her feed. And I'm, I've seen pictures of her on the boat. I, I don't that, know. I just think... I, I, that's crazy, dude. She, she, not, her whole thing is analyze... One of her segments is, should I buy it or not? I know. Or something like that. She probably has enough cash to, to pay for it in cash. But oh, I'll, I'm sure... I'm, I don't doubt that she has plenty of cash, but yeah. I, I find that in like really bad taste. I do too. And I She's going to go on her, her thing and tell people not to buy shit when she's buying the exact dumb shit that she's telling people not to buy. Yes, uh, the difference is that she actually has a shit ton of money. True, but we're talking. Okay, so but I hence agree. The conversation I, I agree. Materialism that, versus minimalism. No, I, and I agree. Regardless I agree that, of amount of cash, I don't think that a boat is. You know, if you want to ride a damn boat, go rent it for like a day and pay like a hundred dollars or something, or like pay thirty dollars and for, to get a spot on someone else's boat and just drive around. Yeah, I mean. Um, All right, sorry, side railing it, uh, yeah. derailing it. I just want to say that uh, materialism basically an unhealthy priority on things, mm. right? And so, and and look, you know this whole thing with the income inequality and stuff, right? And mm. class war, as they're calling it, you know. Right. Uh, materialism is becoming more of a problem. You know, it, it's. It's it's interesting, I think, because um, the reason the U.S. economy is a powerhouse is because we're all such consumers. Mm-hmm. All the things we buy like propels the economy forward. Um, but we're we're digging. I mean, many of of the people out there are digging themselves into a ditch, like um, because of things. You could draw you could draw a direct parallel between what your friend said, where he has his boat that's relatively new. Uh-huh. And but then he wants to get the new boat to, you know, when you were saying Daniel wants to get a new motorcycle. Uh, motorcycle or how many people have literally emailed me with with the new car thing because the other one's like old, right. you know, it's whatever. And, you know, but they're already in debt. And then I mean, I know I don't think Daniel's in debt, actually. So, you know, props to him. Yeah. But but these people are already in debt and they're going to get another newer car. Uh, like. You know, is that ironic? Is that no. a coincidence? Like, what 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 is that called? Because that's kind of, you know, uh, maybe they. Uh, it's. I don't think. Look, I don't think not in every they're stupid. I don't think case. they're stupid. I actually don't think most people are stupid. I think they don't understand, or they do understand, but they don't grasp. I think fully they. I think the some consequences. People, I think some people understand, but they can't help it, nor will they want to help it. For instance, like I cannot. I will never be able to convince my friend not to buy a newer, bigger boat. Ever. Mm. Now. This is your same friend who complains about having to work and all that shit. And um, he- Yeah, I mean, and it's, I mean, but yeah, but that's everybody, you know? The thing is, is like, he, and I get it. Like, I look, I totally get it. I get the fact that, uh, you know, boats are fucking awesome. They really are. Like, I've, I go on his all the time, or as much as I can. And I think they're. I think it's great. I have a 
blast every time I go on it. And why wouldn't you want that for yourself every single – all the time? Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. You know what I mean? But I don't think – like, look, I think that if you lived, like, within your means, right, mm-hmm. and you were – you know, you had money tucked away in the bank. You were being financially responsible in every aspect of your life. And you had this extra money that is for you to spend. And you want that money to go towards a boat because that would fulfill your life. Like, Because you look at something like a boat, right? Mm. A boat, yes, is extremely expensive. And it's, it, it's, it costs a lot of money to upkeep. But it gets you out on the water. It, it lets you enjoy a piece of life that you would not be able to do. In your like, not everyone can go out in the middle. You know what, you what is this piece of life, though? Well, uh, dude, going out and being in the middle of like the bay and just relaxing on a boat with nobody around you to buy like it. It is pretty awesome. Like it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And if it's like like for instance, uh, is it financially responsible for me to go snowboarding every single day? I mean, snowboarding is an expensive hobby. It's it's. Same with the golf. tickets or, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things. That, I mean, but if it, you know, if it improves your quality of life, I'm not against that. The, what, ha- what materialism, that's not materialism. Materialism is when you have an unhealthy priority on just things in general. Where it's like you are constantly buying things. Like constantly like packing your garage and your house up with shitty stuff. Mm. And you like, you know, you end up not, you know, if you, like I said, if you have a little apartment, you're living within your means and you bought a boat, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think you should do the best you can to pay it off as fast as possible because you don't want that debt. And because you're paying money on interest, which I think is stupid. But wait, 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 wait. Say, say that scenario again. No, I'm just so saying, saying like, you, have, you have, you paid off your house, you said. Or all right. Something. I'll give you an example. Uh, let's say, yeah, a guy. It doesn't look. I'm, we're stuck on this boat thing because I know mm. it. That's one big. That's like thing. the dude. That's like of the pinnacle of excess. I think. It's, I think but, the but thing no, beyond boat is private jet. Like that. That's the only way you can. Yeah, I mean, up, I agree uh, that. Well, that's. But that's. Come on, that's unrealistic. How many people do you know have a private jet? My point, no one I know. It's personally. multi. It's when you start. It's when you're just constantly buying stuff. It's mm. when you're like constantly buying things that you store in your house and that you end up never using because it's just like, oh, you know, like when I I told you when I first got my credit card, I bought that stupid fucking water fountain, like that yeah. little like stone fifty dollar water fountain that I plugged in and just trickled water. I'm like, like that is stupid. Like that's right. Just that's a waste old, of fifty bucks. Yeah. It's a waste of fifty dollars. And if and I used to do that all the time. I used to buy cap guns. And just like fire, you know, like I'm sure it provided fun for a little bit, but then I'm sitting on a bunch of cap guns. It's just, it's, it's, it's again, like just owning a boat is not the problem. It's when you own a boat and you're also spending money on tchotchkes and you're Mm -hmm. also spending money on shoes and you're also spending money on all these things that you, you think you care about, but maybe you don't care about and maybe you need to reprioritize. So it's just an unhealthy priority on just acquiring th- stuff mm. right that's materialism now the opposite of that is i think minimalism where it's like you value everything else besides materials besides besides things you you know so i have a list of some materialism benefits that i thought were 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 good as far as personal finance is concerned so i mean 
obviously with min- if you if you become a minimalist. So, so I want to ask you. I want to ask you one thing. So yeah. this, these are materialism benefits that you're going to read, yes. right? No, 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 oh. no. There's no there's no benefits to materialism besides you know okay, right, having right. things. So so minimalism benefits, and then after the minimalism benefits, yeah. Um, can you call me out on why you think I'm a I'm a materialist? I, I I'm not calling you a materialist. Mm. I'm not calling Materialistic. you a materialistic. I'm not calling you a material girl living in material world. I'm a material. I, I, yeah. Anyways. Um, but I think here's what I think. Mm. I think you need to find a healthy balance between materialism and minimalism. Mm. Right. And here's the thing. The obviously the more the more you sway towards minimalism, the more money you're end up going to saving because you're not buying stuff. You right, know? right. So, and so give me an example of like what you think that I do that's uh, materialistic. Well, you paid for a new kitchen, right? You bought a whole new kitchen, right? I mean, I'm, I'm the goal is to rent my apartment. Out. I understand. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm just picking things. I mean, uh, so so the 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 goal, and it's not even complete. Like we we stop the work, uh, and you know we're sitting on it for a little bit. But uh, the goal is to raise the value in rent. I mean, we're in a high rent area. Mm-hmm. And we want to get a fancy person in, you know. So that that was the goal with that. And we'll eventually do the bathroom as well. Yeah, you know. I'm just, I'm just, I, I really don't, I can't come up with anything. Oh, I kind of wanted you to call me out. Like I don't, the, uh, you don't buy clothes. Like you don't spend an excess amount on clothes. And now, now look, I'm not saying you shouldn't buy clothes. I'm just saying mm-hmm. there's a there's a point where it becomes there's a line excessive. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. But again, see, this is where it gets dicey because I think. If you like shoes and shoes bring you personal joy, mm. then you should buy shoes. Well, yeah, that's the thing is I, th- I think that I would never say to like not – look, we're, we're not advocating to be like paupers until you're 60. No. You know, we, we both enjoy the finer things in life. Like I, if, if it was a choice between saving or wine, I'd rather have the wine. Right. You and know? I think you just need to – That's it's, it's, per, it's a personal thing. Right, mm. and it's just it finding the balance between materialism and minimalism. It's just finding that balance. For well, yourself. I, I want to know like examples, though. I want you to call me out. I, I don't to know def- what you buy on a day. Like, what'd you buy today? Did you buy anything today, dude? I, all I did was take a shower, and I've been talking to you. Okay, for I'm just I don't know. Like, eight I'm, hours. I'm even trying to think of what I've bought in the last week. I mean, I do spend. I do spend money for sure. Like, we go on vacations. Mm-hmm. Um, we go out to eat. I don't really buy things though. Let me just let me let me talk about minimalism for a yeah, second. Yeah, go go for it. Because then I want to go on to uh, the psychology of all this. So minimalism, some benefits obviously is you spend less because you don't have to buy anything. Mm. Uh, there's less stress because if you don't have things in your home you need to be taken care of, then you don't have to take care of it. You know, it's easier to clean because you have fewer shit, to, fewer things to clean in your home. Right. It's good right. for the environment because you're not consuming things that would damage the environment. In any way, it's easy to move. If you're renting, you have to move that between too. places. You don't have all this shit to lug around. Uh, I said good for the environment, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it allows you to be more productive. So it's it, this. The argument is our possessions consume our time more than we realize. And I would and I would say that's. Probably, I would agree with yeah, that. I would agree with that too. Uh, own higher quality things. So minimalism doesn't say that you don't, shouldn't buy things. It's just you. Less things, less things and only are, things that are more that you valuable. Need. Yeah. Mm. So more is not better. Better is better. Mm. Uh, freedom from the comparison game. 
So this is huge. like better than the Joneses or trying to catch. Yeah. So that's why I bought, I bought my BMW to look cool and to mm. like compete. You know, that's not not compete, but to you know maybe one up somebody. It's not good. Mm. Uh, it's actually more visually appealing when you have less things in your home. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as cluttered. It's not as cluttered. Yeah. Uh, you're not tied to the past. So, like, all those things that you've been collecting and saving, and now you're just, you look at it, and it's like, that reminds me of my ex-girlfriend. Who I will was, say that's tough to throw some of those things out. Like, and that's I'm learning one to of let the ways go. I do have object creep. See, I, I have learned to not care. I've, I've trained myself to not, not to care about things. So I'm more than happy to just, like, give away things for free or donate, like, without even... So what if you had an ex-girlfriend who made you this um, card for your anniversary, your birthday or something by hand and it was just like the most epic thing ever created like for you and there was just so much care put in. It was just like really thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Would you keep it? Depends. Do I still like like this ex-girlfriend? Do I have a wife? (laughs) <laughs> because you know it makes a difference. So okay, why, if you don't if you don't like the person, I can understand you throwing an actual like screw all them. Right, whatever. I actually have a good example of this. But I, st- I still have like memorial things, whatever you know. So uh, one time for Christmas, my yeah. girlfriend got me uh, a series of gifts that uh, I didn't like any of them. Now it may sound like I'm an asshole, but we were dating for like two years. Mm-hmm. She bought me a s'more maker. And she huh. knows that I don't eat chocolate, or I avoid. Sweets. So it was like the least thoughtful gift ever. So I and but because she likes chocolate and she likes s'mores, and we were going on vacation. She's like, "Oh, we can you know use this on vacation." Okay. She also got me a picture of a picture frame, a framed picture of her mm. for like my desk at work. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm not gonna do that." You know, I don't <laughs> I don't want my personal life at work. Uh, again, I may sound like an asshole, but what I did the following year for Christmas was I got her a giant collage that I made of me. (laughs) So I went through like all of the old pictures from my family and found every single picture of me I could find, cut it up and put it in this frame. Like the, the actual picture. Right. right. I didn't like photocopy it or anything or like, you know, scan it. Like I used the actual photo of myself and like glued it to this big thing and I framed it and I gave it to her and it was like, it had my name in the center of it and it had pictures of me all surrounding it. <laughs> and it was a joke because she had given me the picture of her. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm just going to one up you and do it as a joke. So now all of your family photos of every time you've ever existed, <laughs> it doesn't have you in no, it anymore. No. <laughs> and uh, uh, so I guess I don't, I have not talked to her since, but this is a long time ago, like very, very long ago when I was, a, you know. Uh, like in my early twenties, I wonder if she still has something like that. She's married with a kid, so I'm I sure met- she has it up on her bedroom wall, like right above their bed. See, uh, but see, I would, she would collage. have to throw that away. Like she'd ha- she'd you would she would have to throw that away. Well, because- dude, because it looks like you're a crazy ass stalker or something or some psycho. Right, that's my point. <laughs> it has to go at some point. Like those cards that you keep from Christmas have to get trashed oh yeah they yeah even if they're like the greatest funniest picture like eventually they have to go you know Mm. i I don't know a few ones i keep like um i have this one for my wife and it's just a picture of this like weird dude he's like has like a curly mustache glasses it's all just in boxers and he has ballet shoes on that's your wife 
I know, but I mean, I, I don't keep all, all the cards she gives me because we've been together for a while and there's tons of cards, but yeah. just holding a sign that says, do you ever wonder if you're a big weirdo and no one's telling you? Yeah. And because I'm a big fucking weirdo, so. And I Anyways. believe that was one of the uh, catchphrases on the podcast. Yes. Um, anyway, so you're not tied to the past. Uh, you find things easier because there's not that much things that you have and you can mm. keep inventory in your head. Uh, you live in a smaller space. That's a benefit of being a minimalist. Uh, display what you value most. So, you know, if you don't have that many things, the things that are out and around are the things that you really, really care about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you focus on health and hobbies rather than material things. That's, yeah. I want to uh, go into this um, this study that I researched. And, I, and we have mentioned this study before. What study is this? I wanted to what I when I was doing research for this, I wanted to find out uh, the effect that material like buying things has on your overall happiness as a mm. person. So this was research done by a guy named uh, two guys actually named Daniel Kahneman, yep, and Angus Deaton, hmm. and it was published uh, in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. And it analyzed uh, the lives and incomes of nearly half a million randomly selected U.S. citizens. And here's some of the things that came out of it. In, a, in modern America, the average income required to be happy day-to-day to experience emotional well-being, quote-unquote, is about $75,000 a year. Hmm. That's right. average across the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so a person who makes on average $250,000 a year has no greater emotional well-being, no extra day-to-day happiness than a person making $75,000 a year. Hmm. In Mississippi, it's a bit less. In Chicago, it's a bit more. But the point is there is evidence for the existing of uh, financial happiness ceiling. There's a So the ceiling is $75,000. You know, it was interesting. It was a few days ago. I was reading this thing, and it was a king. And I think it was like, you know, back in the day, and it was like a Spanish king or something like that. And he was, yeah, like he did a lot of writing. And he said he counted 14 days that he was happy. And he had everything that he could possibly want, all the money in the world, yeah. all the women, blah, 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 14 days. He See thought that, he was truly happy. So that's the point. Is what, what I'm trying to make is, uh, you got you have to decide yourself. I, I mean, I'm not. I, I have my opinions, and I'm I'm not afraid to say those opinions. But the truth is, uh, what's the overall goal in life? To be happy, right? I mean, that's, yeah, that, that's it's pretty much the happy only and healthy, goal, yeah. happy, happy and healthy, right? Mm. I think with healthiness comes happiness, right? At some points, right? Uh, so you have to decide if. You know, the thing that you're about to buy will truly make you a happier person. And it turns out you don't even need that much money to be happy. You don't need to be super wealthy. I I know I don't. I know I'm happy now and I'm not super wealthy by any means. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't have many material. I don't have many things. Well, it's I about have. the experiences. And yeah, yeah, I mean, but none of that. Like, I don't have I have some things. I'm like sitting in my office. I'm looking at clutter for the most part. Right. Uh, I have a guitar, which I I use as my like stress reliever when I'm like working and I need to take a break. I go around and play the old acoustic guitar. I could probably get rid of all my other guitars, which are one. Hmm. I have one electric guitar that's sitting at my parents' house right now that I don't play. 
Yeah, but see, that's crazy because you you like music. So yeah, music does make me happy. But I'm sure there are things in that office of yours you could probably throw out. Absolutely, that like this. Don't don't necessarily make you. Huh? Dude, like this TV right here. I have not turned this TV on in probably two months. There you go. That TV needs to go. What about that iMac that you have laying around? I use it to watch porn. You use a separate computer for porn? Yeah. Why? No, I just. <laughs> I have an iPad and I have an i, or the yeah the book. Oh, the iMac. You mean like the other computer? Yeah. My older computer? I just need to sell it. I'm being lazy and not selling it. Oh, okay, it. okay, yeah. But I am getting rid of it. I don't know. I have a drawer full of, like, wires and cords and stuff, which could probably all go. I've never opened them, so, you know, I'm not... I, I'm... I, you know, I used, I, I used to be materialistic, and I still have things in this house that are from that from those days. And I'm lazy because I don't... I, like, it's not like I don't want to sell them, but I'm lazy because I, like, I have to put it on eBay, then I gotta go take it to the post office. It's, like, pain in the ass. Anyway... Um, I also wanted to talk about one more study before we wrap up, which, uh, I found interesting. It was the study done at Cornell and, uh, they asked Americans which they would rather have more money or more sleep. Have you heard about this? Yeah. No, I haven't heard about this. I'm I'm actually really curious what people are going to say because I think it could go both ways. So most people said more money. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. So check this out. In a choice between either $80,000 a year, normal work hours, and about eight hours of sleep a night versus $140,000 and six hours of nightly dreams, the majority of the people went with cash. You know, I think it's interesting because they have yet to live the life of no sleep and, and obscene stress. And I think it's like it, that's, it must be the grass is greener syndrome. Because same reason people play the lottery. Yeah, you know, I guess you're right. Because the thing is, like, um, you say, you know, the study peak happiness is like roughly seventy something thousand dollars, seventy five thousand a year, seventy five thousand dollars. So, and if they don't have it yet, they feel like money is the, the, you know, what they need. Yeah. And then they get to ninety five thousand. They realize the difference between seventy five and ninety five is nominal. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting, huh? It is interesting. Uh, I want to give you some things. Yeah. Some, you, know, uh, you know my mailing address, dude. I want to give you some stuff to read and watch. Uh, I watched a... I'm, I'm weird with documentaries. I like documentaries a lot. I don't know. Do you watch them? Uh, I do. I like, watch I, them a lot I, with them. Like it's I'm, one of my favorite types of movies. Yeah, I, I get excited to watch them. So I, uh, I talked about the Maxed Out movie before on this podcast. It's on Netflix. It's about debt in America, and it's pretty awesome, and mm-hmm. it makes you think, and it makes you, um, you know. I, and here's the reason why I'm telling you about these movies, and I want you to watch these movies because these movies, um, they could be the inspiration. Yeah, they're inspirational for, in a way. I, I watched Inequality for All, and it was like it was very inspiring to me, and it was very insightful. Yeah, because it's telling you like all the problems. And then it's like, I don't want that. You know, it, it, it lets you know what you don't want. So Maxed Out, it's a great movie. There's a movie called Happy on Netflix. It's like, it's just clouds and it has like, it's drawn in the clouds. It's happy. And it's, it goes around the entire world and finds people who are the happiest and hmm. like interviews them. And you'll be surprised by some of the people who, 
you know, there's like people that live in like the Netherlands who live in these big, you know, communal houses. So it's like multiple families in one house. And they're like super happy because the quality of life there is freaking awesome. And, but they don't have a ton of money. They're all like living in this giant house. And there's a guy who I think it was like in India who like owns this like street cart and he makes like nothing. He barely sees his son and he's happy. Or no, he's not, he doesn't barely see his son. I'm saying like he, like that's all he really cares about. He values like his, his relationship with his family and he makes like next to nothing, but he spends time with them and that's what makes him happy. And money's not really an object. You know, it's not really a thing for him, which is great. And it just makes mm. you think about what you should value, right? Besides money. Money is just a tool. Yeah. Right? So money is not, like, the object. That's why we, we even have an episode, Money for the Love of Happiness. For the Love of Freedom. Freedom. Money for the Love of Freedom. Which is, I think, happiness. Yeah. So uh, there's another one. There's another great documentary, and you need to watch this documentary. It is weirdly compelling. It's called The Queen of Versailles. The Queen of Versailles. Yeah. So, uh, oh, man, I wish I remembered. Um, there's a guy who's very, very wealthy or used to be very, very wealthy. And he used to do uh, timeshares. He used to sell timeshares. Hmm. And he was big, like in Vegas. Like he had a, you know, and he basically, ta- the guys that sell you timeshares are the biggest scumbags in the world. Like people, they 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 target people who uh, can't afford timeshares, and they bribe them with a free vacation. They get you in, mm-hmm. and they you know tell you about how uh, we want you to oh just come you know and get you know have some breakfast on us. We'll give you a free vacation, and then they pitch you this like you know for only a thousand dollars a month, you could have a property in you know Florida as your vacation home that you get to yeah. you know use and and these people like go for it in fact this movie will make you want to like it'll make you sick because mm-hmm. what it does is it follows the wife of this guy who's this guy is an older man sort of like a mm-hmm. Sheldon Adelson type just a very old dick just a dick right right and he's got so much money and his wife uh, is this beauty queen who has like eight kids or whatever and just spends money and they have dogs that just shit in the house because she's too mm. busy with like spending money to do anything about it. And like you're watching this and you're like, oh my God, this woman is the worst. And then 2008 happens and they lose all their money and it's brilliant. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just them like – we have to not spend money. Like they all of a sudden she's going to McDonald's and all of a sudden she's like, doesn't, she has all this fucking crap. And she was like in the process of building this mansion that was like her walk-in closet was the size of my entire house, like Mm. insane. And then they, they just lost it all. And rightfully so because Mm. they were borrowing on other people's debt. It was fucking pathetic. And the movie will make you, like just appreciate it is just, uh, it's so good it's such a good movie i mean it's frustrating to watch because it's like if you're if you're you know if you're if you feel any way about like being materialistic like it's the ultimate materialistic person she's just and, like and dude what, what was the name again it's called the queen of versailles queen of it's, versailles it's spelled the versailles spelled v e r s a i l l e s and it's on netflix all right, badass. I'm going to watch it tonight, then. Dude, 
you're gonna love it. I th- I love I I was surprised. I was because <laughs> I think they were like just gonna make a documentary about um her being materialistic, and that's kind of what their point was. And then all of a sudden, they were filming it during 2008, and like shit hit the fan, and it and it became even like better. They were like, oh my god, <laughs> look what's happening. This is great, and they filmed it all, and it's awesome. Anyway. There's another movie called I'm Fine Thanks, which I watched. You can go to I'm Fine Thanks movie.com. It's the guy. It's um, oh yeah, it's uh yeah. I saw that one. Man versus Death. Yeah, Adam Baker. Um, Adam Baker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I actually when it was on Kickstarter, mm-hmm. I supported it. Oh cool. And I got the thing and I watched it with Laura. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it's good. It's a good documentary. Uh, I think it's like Is five it bucks. on Netflix as well. No, it's not on oh. Netflix. So you have to go to I'm Fine Thanks movie.com. Oh, I should have said something, dude. Huh? Should have said something to me. What about it? I supported a movie. You could have yeah. watched it like when you're here or something. Oh, I watched it. I bought it. No, I know. I know. Oh, okay. but I'm saying. You know. Oh, this is a while ago. I watched it like a year or oh, two okay. ago. I was still living at my condo. Um, so yeah, that's a that that movie was good. It's like it's like made by like like people who are not movie people. You know, it was yeah. made by like a small team. They like got in a van. It was their first time yeah. they did something like this. Traveled the country. They talked to Pat Flynn in there. You know, they talked to these people that we know uh, mm. about. How they're living these lives that, you know, there was that they actually talked to uh, a couple that lives in like a really tiny house, like those little miniature houses where mm-hmm. it's like a bedroom and a bathroom and like a miniature kitchen. And it's like this house that they just like plop on a piece of land and that's it. Is that the one where they had the guy who's living in that, that cube or circle or whatever in uh, Columbus Circle in the city? I don't know. Did you see that one? I don't know. But it, it was a good movie. I liked the movie. It was really good. Um, if you want to look at a book, uh, Omar recommended um, Omar from BusinessRepublic.net. Uh, he mentioned Stumbling Upon Happiness. That's by hmm. Daniel Gilbert. He said that was a really good book. And I think he gave it to me. So I think I have it. I have to read that. And then uh, there's a uh, – I'm going to put this in the show notes. But there is a, um, a list of must-read books about happiness from BrainPickings.org. I don't know if you read that site at all. No, no. Okay. I'm just going to link to it. Here's a, there's a bunch here, like uh, the happiness hypothesis, uh, again, stumbling upon happiness, the art of happiness by the Dalai Lama. Uh, mm. There's a bunch of it in, in here. And I'm pretty sure I'm actually going to read um, Ariana Huffington's book, Thrive, because I heard that was pretty good too. Yeah? Yeah, I heard. It's about that kind of stuff. But anyway... That's all I got. But happiness or her story? The like? Happiness and, you know, not being materialistic and, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. Hmm. Anyway, uh, I think that's it. That's all I got. Unless you got anything else you want to add. Uh, no. I really wanted to call me out on more materialism stuff, though. You know, uh, I, can only, I can only call myself out. I mean, I bought a BMW. True. Can't get, you know, it's pretty goddamn materialistic. True that. I, I bought a GoPro the other day. Probably didn't. Oh, you it. did? I did. Well, I mean, I want it for when we. Did you ever see that um, video, Life is Beautiful? And what this guy does is he, he has his GoPro and he has it on the end of the, uh, the pole. Uh-huh. And he goes to all these countries across the world. And he, it's actually, it's, it, I think his site is called like the Modern Motorcycle Diaries. And he goes to all these places across the world and he just goes and like does like a circle. A 360. 360 holding it and it's just him in all these crazy places and just like you're like oh god i want to travel so bad it was cool i I had to get it because i want to do it like you know or at least do like crazy ass video and we're on vacations and stuff so yeah i just want to wrap it up by saying um you 
just I maybe just if anything, this podcast episode made you think, maybe question mm. some of the things you look around wherever you are and think, you know, do I really need this? You know, is there a way I can sort of I always say question everything you do. Question everything. Mm. So, you know, question the things that you buy uh, and for the reasons that you buy them. And the analogy you gave with the woman with the house is like, I think it's a great analogy because wonder if you became, uh, you, were, you were unlucky or whatever, and there was a situation where you lost mass amounts of money and um, it was just hard times. Yeah. And then wonder if that thing that you're going to purchase, if if you would regret it in that time. When you're having like it's if, a hard yeah, time. If you were, if you lost all your money. Yeah, you know, like my iMac. Like I, I this is like my work. I this is how we so, Skype, whatever. Yeah. But there are other things that I probably would regret. To it's be all, it's all about finding the things that you value. I, I value this computer. Like mm. I am on it every single day. I don't think I would be happy without it. Like I'm same. Pretty it's sure a, it's a major source of yeah of a lot of things for me. Yeah. Although this TV next to me, not so much. I can, this TV can go because I can watch TV on my computer. Oh, dude. It's, it seems like you have a fair amount of things that could be eBayed at this point. Oh, I have a – yeah. What you need to do is you need to eBay all of them and document the process. All right. You know what? And just show everyone like how much money you make on this like basically garbage stuff Yep. and like literally how little time it takes you. So first well, of all, it might take me a while. But you know what? I, you know what? I am willing to do that. I am willing to go through all the shit in my closet. Um, and because the thing is, it'll be all these little things, but you're like, oh, it's just, a, it's just like a wire. It's like a whatever. Why would I eBay it? But if you take all the little things, it's probably going to add up to like a serious amount of cash. Okay. I will do that, and I'm going to invest that money when I'm done. And, Dude, boom. And here's the thing. So mm. I actually don't have as much shit as like the average person. I have pretty – I don't really have that much stuff. Mm. Uh, so I will absolutely do that. I will – I mean, I was actually planning on uh, cleaning out my clothes closet this week and just donating everything because I don't need it, and I yeah. will donate that because there's no sense in I mean, selling the, clothes. Yeah, and, I mean, unless plus, like it's I'm like not, Britney Spears boosts. Or yeah, I'm not. I don't buy expensive things that are worth anything. You know, mm-hmm. I buy stuff from Old Navy. No one's going to buy an Old Navy, you know, button-down shirt. You know, no one's going to no, buy. A, no one's going to buy an Old Navy. And, huh? Yeah, no one's going to buy an Old Navy hoodie with a hole in it. And it's just no, no. And seriously, like. He's worn these hoodies like five thousand. You don't want these. Yeah, hoodies. no. I would. Av- I would comment on it to advise people against buying it. I will. I'll go to the Goodwill store and get like a receipt, maybe, mm. and then just use it for oh, my for taxes. your taxes. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. The only thing with that is like you actually have to donate quite a lot to get. Yeah, I don't have even. a lot. Yeah, I'm just gonna donate it and just not. I usually just throw it in one of those like bins. Mm. Anyway, that's all I got. Yeah, but speaking on charity, also another episode. We we are. We've discussed and we're prepping like a, this massive charity thing that we want to do. Yeah. So, um, so uh, thanks for hanging out with us, of course. And uh, you can email us at listedmoneymatters at gmail.com. And if you like the show, you can leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen. I mean, only, I think only iTunes and Stitchers have Stitchers. Only hmm. iTunes and Stitcher have a place where you can actually review. Uh, and I want to read a review, which is uh, from Mike W1976 from. The UK. Mm. Jolly old England. (laughs) A different take on finance. Five stars. Having subscribed to several money podcasts, which offer a lot of advice in a very similar format, including Dave, Listen Money Matters is a refreshing change for two main reasons. 
One is that it features Matt, who freely admits to being a complete novice with money in a world full of experts. And the other is the raw way the show is presented. It's sweary, can go off on a weird tangent at any minute, and features drinking. Lots of drinking. Oh my god, I'm not a feature of why the show is awesome? Of course not. God, I want to cry. It sent me looking into lots of different podcasts, which are more of an independent feel like this, on various topics from health to fatherhood, whereas previously I just picked podcasts from big names I've heard of. Keep it up, guys. Mike. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Thank you for including I, I'm going to click this one review of the two main reasons. Helpful. Nope. My, my name was not mentioned. Thank I don't you, know. <laughs> Mike, for including me as one of the two main reasons why you like the show. Come on. I'm two not... main reasons. There's two of us. You are such an asshole. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I think that this is one of the most poignant and and uh, refreshing reviews I've read. I think I think he's he nailed it. All right. What about this review? Where it shut says, up. Where it says my favorite episodes are the ones where Matt doesn't talk by Andy Feep. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> uh, listen, I um, real quick. There is a video that I produced in a record amount of time, and it's for a video contest, and we win $1,000 if we get enough views on this video. It's a short one-minute money-saving tip for the summer. I want you guys to check it out because I need all the views I can get to win $1,000. And what we're gonna not just for me to have a thousand dollars, that's not the point. I we're gonna we're gonna use that thousand dollars and we're gonna use it to make more videos. We're gonna invest that money back into making more videos for the website to provide you guys with more financial information. And you mm. can find that video to watch it and share it. It's listedmoneymatters.com slash videos. So if you go there, watch the video, uh, like it, share it, please, and let's get as many views on the video as we can so we can win a thousand bucks. And that we can use that money to create more content constantly and keep the lights on here at Listen Money Matters Studios. So, all right, that's it. If you guys want to learn more about personal finance, you know to go to listenmoneymatters.com. So that's it. Thanks for hanging out with us. And we look forward to the next episode. So later, Andrew. Later, Matt.